1: Source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 11:60 a.m. Welcome everyone to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News and as always, we got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio. As we try to slow things down for you, help you divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots and help you make the news make sense today. Uh, And this is one of those days where the fastest 60 minutes in radio will be a little bit like my 60 minute workout. I can do it in 30 minutes, uh, which is what we're going to do today. Uh, We'll go till the bottom of the hour and then uh, starting a little after 1130, the governor will hold uh, his coronavirus task force press conference uh, today, including uh, Dr. Angela Dunn. Uh, from the States, there'll be a lot of uh, very interesting things coming up. So stay tuned. We'll cover that live here on KSL News Radio. And uh, and you have to admit, Kellyanne, that being able to do my 60-minute workout in 30 minutes is pretty impressive. <laughs> so we're off and running on that today. Uh, obviously, a, a lot of coverage going on in terms of the Republican National Convention. That really has been the story of the last couple of days. In fact, it was really interesting. Uh, very early this morning, uh, I actually did an interview with Sky News uh, over in the U.K., And it's always interesting how interested they are in our politics. Uh, I don't know if that goes all the way back to King George or uh, if they just can't quite get over that yet, but uh, they're always fascinated uh, by the pageantry of it all. Uh, They're always fascinated by the back and forth between the Democrats and the Republicans and what does that mean. And uh, they were just very interested. They were very complimentary this morning uh, over in the UK of Melania Trump and her speech last night. We'll break that down in just a minute. Uh, she, I thought she uh, had some very great moments for her uh, in, a, in a very interesting setting. That's always a challenging speech to deliver. She did it from the Rose Garden, which we'll also address in just a second. Uh, as always, I want to know what's on your mind today, and you can always do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500. Okay, so let's uh, let's get into that speech a little bit. First, let's deal with some of the controversy first. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, crying foul in terms of the Hatch Act, and that is uh, speaking from the White House. Obviously, Melania Trump spoke from the Rose Garden. Uh, the president has made several appearances throughout the Republican National Convention uh, in various places inside the White House. And uh, while I agree, I don't think that's a, a good model uh, or good for the country, uh, obviously, it's in a uh, coronavirus setting. It is a little difficult. Where do you do that uh, to make it interesting as opposed to just being in a recording studio or a hotel ballroom? Uh, so I, I sort of get that. Uh, we also need to remember this is not unprecedented. Uh, it was actually 1940, and FDR uh, spoke uh, from the White House to the Democratic National Convention. And uh, if you go back and look at, listen to the reports and let, read the reports of that convention, uh, it was interesting. They described it that he was using this wonderful technology of radio uh, to broadcast uh, from the White House to the Democratic National Convention, where he started by saying, you know, my fellow delegates uh, and, uh, you know, went forward with the Democratic side. So not completely unprecedented. Again, I don't like it. Uh, I don't think that's uh, a good move for the country when we start to use uh, a lot of these places as uh, backdrops and props uh, for political stuff. Uh, I think those should be reserved for things that are governing related, uh, not politically re- related. So anyway, that's an issue that'll continue to uh, to pop up, but uh, shouldn't be a distraction. Uh, I think in terms of uh, Melania Trump, I want to play you two segments of her speech because I thought she did an extraordinary job. And I think, again, looking at it I don't care about the politics, just look at it as a speech for a moment. This is one of those moments where you can say she found her voice.
2: The common thread in all of these challenging situations is the unwavering resolve to help one another. I recognize the stories I just told about people who survive extraordinary circumstances. But Donald and I are also inspired by the millions of Americans who wake up each day with a simple yet courageous goal of providing for their families and keeping them safe. You are the backbone of this country. You are the people who continue to make the United States of America what it is and who have the incredible responsibility of preparing our future generations to live everything even better than they found it.
1: I thought that was uh, very nice, Uh, very positive, very forward-moving, validating the American people, and and that it really is those hardworking folks that get up every day and go to work and take care of their family and make a difference in their community, that that is the backbone of the country. I thought that was a great message. Uh, As I mentioned, this really was a chance for her to find her voice. Many will remember uh, the harsh criticism she received back in 2016. Uh, When uh, the speech was clearly not her own, Uh, there were clearly some lines that uh, were troubling, again, from a speechwriter standpoint that uh, appeared to be lifted from a Michelle Obama speech. So there was a lot of back and forth there. Uh, Those speeches are are always a challenge. But here I I really felt like these are her words. She owned the words uh, last night uh, in a way that I thought was very powerful. And particularly she went down this path and reflected on the racial and civil unrest in the country And she did it in a way like no one else at this convention has done.
2: Like all of you, I have reflected on the racial unrest in our country. It is a harsh reality that we are not proud of parts of our history. I encourage people to focus on our future while still learning from our past. We must remember that today we are all one community comprised of many races religions, and ethnicities. Our diverse and storied history is what makes our country strong, and yet we still have so much to learn from one another. With that in mind, I like to call on the citizens of this country to take a moment, pause, and look at things from all perspectives. I urge people to come together in a civil manner so we can work and live up to our standard American ideals.
1: So my favorite uh, element in that section of her speech was that she called on the American people to do something. And I think that's so important in a speech like this to not just have a lot of nice words and not a lot of nice rhetoric, but I'm calling on the American people to do something. And I thought that was uh, important. Again, I think she really won the night uh, last night. Uh, also interesting, want to play this just real quickly. Uh, President Trump, uh, again, has been making these little cameo appearances throughout uh, the uh, Republican National Convention. And he did one last night that I thought was really fascinating uh, and kind of an interesting moment. And that was he presided over a naturalization ceremony for five new U.S. citizens at the White House.
0: Acting Secretary Wolf, I present to you five candidates for naturalization representing five countries. On behalf of everyone here today, I'd like to express my gratitude to you, Mr. President, for hosting this naturalization ceremony here at the White House. To our candidates, it is my honor to administer the oath of allegiance and welcome you as our fellow citizens. Candidates for naturalization, please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I hereby declare an oath that I absolutely and entirely Renounce and, Renounce and all abjure allegiance and all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign prince, to any foreign potentate, prince. potentate state, or sovereignty, state, or sovereignty, of whom or which
2: I have
0: hereto- heretofore been a subject or citizen that I will support and defend Constitution and laws, the Constitution and Laws of the United States of America of the, of the United States, States of
2: America. America.
1: all right, uh, love all the different accents there uh, naturalization ceremonies are are one of my favorite things uh, to see that to see people become citizens of this country. Uh, I think is absolutely significant uh, and important. We're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. We'll pick up a little more uh, politics when we come back. We'll also look at what the experts and the elites have wrong as it relates to a divided America. Find out why next.
2: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night.
0: Two teenage kids doing what teenage
2: kids do.